Welcome back to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. We're so excited to be back with you. And this season, we are counting down to JV Connect, the first of its kind, December 12th to 14th, 2023. This is going to be an incredible, dedicated networking event, and you are going to want to be part of it. And this podcast is here to help prepare you to get the most out of this incredible event. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the Guy Who Knows a Guy. And over the next few weeks, you're going to get to hear from some of the best people in the industry about networking, as well as some solo training from me. So be sure to join us on December 12th to 14th for JV Connect. And now, let's get to the interview. Hello and welcome once again to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. The guy we are meeting today is Bernie Franz Grote. Bernie is a synergy architect with a robust entrepreneurial networking capacity and 35 years of institutional healthcare experience. He collaboratively hosted several national business development conferences within a healthcare business development network. He is the co-founder of Creative Insight Consultants, Knack for Business podcast, co-host on the Property Wizard podcast, and an East Trade Winds chapter host in the World Referral Network. So Bernie does a little bit of networking. Bernie is engaged in other areas, Phoenix Business Exchange, World Referral Network, and the Indus Entrepreneurs. He helps businesses start afresh or launching new products or services, get creatively connected to other companies globally. So welcome to the show, Bernie. Michael, thank you so much. Appreciate being here. Yeah, yeah, great having you on here. And as I was putting together the, the season six, which you know, is focused, laser focused into the networking area and the networking topic, I was like, I got to get Bernie on because I think he does a bit of this networking thing. <laughs> just a wee bit, just yep. a wee bit. Yeah, I get out there. Yep. So so tell us a bit about your, so it seems like network, networking is kind of baked in deeply to everything you're doing. So tell me a little about your philosophy of networking and how how it serves you and how it serves the people you serve. Well, the one thing I learned in the 36 or 35 years inside the healthcare institution, uh, it was in the last one, it was in the business development, was that you depended on other resources because you can't know it all. You, you can't be it all. And uh, you definitely can't deliver it all. So it's, it's teamwork or it almost becomes like a, you're becoming a project management lead which means you got to collaborate with people and you got to understand where their wants, needs, desires, and you have to relate your wants, needs, and desires. And that means I got to, you had to have a chat time. Left the institution and then in 2019 started networking the belly to belly iteration of life. And then of course, you know, things happened in the 2020, everybody got used to zoom teams, you know, Google meets, et cetera. And that actually was, that was a boon because Although always open to having a chat with somebody, it spread the wings so I could go further afield. You know, I, I connect with a, a group out in uh, British Columbia, and that was Grand Connection. And then I connected with World Referral Network. And between the two of them, I connected with people in the UK, Europe, South Africa, US, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because, that's you know, you're not far from us. Yeah. And uh, Australia. So, you know, and I've had some really great chats. And what I find is that when I'm engaging people, it's I don't have I don't have you know please please give me some money. I don't have I need something for you now as, as opposed to I want to hear their story. I mean they can, I'll, I'll relay my story obviously, but I want to hear their story. And as they unfold the story, different parts come out. And so for me, I'm a lateral thinker, and I'll start doing cross connects, going, well, listen, I'm really great with. Uh, doing grant writing proposal. Oh, that's handy. Or, you know, it's, 
here in the province of Ontario, uh, the grant writer said, listen, if you uh, encounter a female entrepreneur under the age of 30, the province of Ontario at the time would give you $15,000 to $16,000 cash to help you get up and going. No strings attached and no one takes any commission off of it. And so, you know, you, as you're talking to somebody now, the hard part sometimes is, you know, how do you ask somebody, are you under the age of 30? You're the member of the opposite sex and you're trying to do it delicately. So you're not, you know, coming across the wrong way. You, you're like, you know, can I, how can I help you? How can I serve you? And <laughs> I think if you, you lead know, with the, there's a grant, then yes, that yeah. probably, probably well, moves know, it over a bit. A little, a little bit. You said, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, it's, it, but part of that is the, how can I serve you piece? Mm-hmm. And when I'm talking to other people that, you know, it doesn't matter what country you're in. It's, it's very country agnostic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, UK, South Africa, US, Australia, you know, how, how can I help you? Let's, let's get to know each other. And then it evolves from there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've found that for part of my business and where, where it helps generate some, some more traffic or more activity for me is that these resources are around me. And then I'm talking to somebody and if I'm getting involved in a project where I'm going to actually work as a consultant, well, now I have a, a series of people around me that can support it. So if I'm dealing with someone in the U S that has IP uh, related concerns, questions, or they're looking to start out, I know three IP lawyers and you know what the really handy part is the podcasting element. Mm-hmm. So for the podcasting element, it serves a couple of, it's a vehicle of many conveniences. Uh, someone I just uh, read an article today said, when you're doing one thing, see if you can do several things that come out of that one thing. You know, it's almost like doing a lean project. And so when I have a podcast with somebody, and I haven't had a chat with them for a while, or it's a brand new chat. I, I actually spend an hour with them talking and then they unfold the story. And as I'm going through there, I'm spending time going, well, hang on. You don't know this person that I know. Mm-hmm. And it's now I've become like, it's like a Venn diagram. You have that <laughs> circle around you, people, you know, right. And then there's a circle around the person you got to know, but you, you're not crossing. It. And then, you know, yourself, myself, we come along and we yep. kind of do that bridge connection going, Oh, by the way, wait a minute. I, you know, I, I know somebody. And, and that can result in either you have a service, you can provide a service to somebody, they can provide a service to you, or you can possibly do some joint sort of joint exercise, whether it's a venture or, you know, a short-term haul event. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's, that's what I've been finding out is, so the podcast itself helps generate traction. Plus, when I go to introduce this person to someone else, like a, not a cold introduction, but, you know, here's a podcast now. You can hear them talking. Mm. You get a sense of what they're doing because I'm talking about what their business is about. Yeah. And so that that, com- that gets a, it becomes a push-up point in there. The third element that uh, comes out of it is from the podcast is now I have a library of people. So season one for the Knack for Business is done. And we have 108 in the can. And the final one releases mid-October. Season mm-hmm. two is already in production and season two follows right behind season one. <laughs> and so it just, you know, it's lessons learned, things get better as you, the more you do it. I've enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the great things about podcast is, is and it, it, very few people actually take me up on it, but I I used to say, you know, I have a catalog of introductions. It's at guyknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Go take a look. See if there's anyone there you want to meet. I'll introduce you to them. Now, sometimes I'll, I'll talk to someone on a podcast who I don't really know. I interview them. 
we have a good conversation and then I don't connect with them again. So yeah. I, I said, I tried to make introductions to guests and, and they've been, <laughs> and they've not responded to me because, <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's almost like a recorded one-to-one. I mean, obviously yeah. we've connected a number of times and, and I'm sure we'll continue to connect, but sometimes I'll someone reach out to me and say, Hey, can I be on your podcast? And I basically say, you know, do you fit? If so, sounds interesting. Sure. Yeah. Come on the podcast. Let's meet on the air. And, and, and people get to hear us meeting, which can lead to things. But very often, for most of the people I've had on the show, if somebody says, hey, uh, your, your episode number 157, I don't remember who that is, but you know, could, I, could you introduce me to them? Then I'd be like, yeah, sure. And the, the easiest introduction is to say, hey, Bernie, someone listened to the podcast. They said they want to meet you. So can I connect you? And obviously, yeah. all your contact info is in the, is in the show notes anyway. So yep. it's, it's not like you don't want to meet them. It's why you're here to meet the people who are on the show. So it's an easy introduction to make because somebody said, I heard you on the podcast. And if I want to show and you say, hey, one of our listeners wants to meet you. Do you want to talk to them? Of course I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the other thing I find is that some people I'm hearing their story as they unfold their story. And, I, you know, I, I take notes. I, I build up a profile. And quite literally, when, I, when I'm having a chat with somebody, uh, I consider it maybe a soft interview. I'll have I'll have three documents open in front of me. One is, you know, people that I know. And so in in the in the heat of the moment, I go, well, you know, you really want to talk to this person, and I'll I'll, I'll search the, the person's contact details up like LinkedIn profile, and it's really important to have a LinkedIn profile because if you know, there are some people. It's like I'm looking at I'm going your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, your photo. You you want to work that out a bit more. Just just saying. You know, just you know, just just you know. You know, just it's kind of like it's like your business card. You know, you're not going to show up with a piece of toilet paper and going, "Hi, my name's on here." Right? It's, it's yeah. The the other the other piece is that you know we, that information. Then I have my second sheet. I have doc, uh, links to other other things that people might want to go to, either networking groups, information resources. You know, try this. Like you and I both use uh, Descript for our editing. For a software, I have a link for that. I'm I'm finding it uh, extremely useful. It reduces my editing time, etc. Then I have a third document where I have software links. Like you know, someone will say, "Do you know of anything?" And then just you know, I'll drill in. Mm-hmm. And I, right now, I'm on the hunt for AI software. You know, to help the podcast out. How can I? How can I make it stand out and not but not be garish but you know mm-hmm. make it stand out like the audiograms right and so right now i'm building the audiograms into script but i'm looking for things where i can have the talking head right and and just if i animate it a little bit so i'm not anyhow i'm looking for ways to spice it up this is what i'm trying to say right mm-hmm. and that's the marketing element but anything i'm encountering now it's, it's a shareable piece of information so that that's the other part you know, the LinkedIn piece, the, mm-hmm. the descript piece, you know, someone says, well, how do you use that? Well, let me show you. Let me just walk you through it. And, you know, if, if it goes well, but you're, you're developing a rapport with somebody. Yeah. So inside the, inside my Phoenix business exchange here in Ottawa, which is, it's, it's, it's online, but it, it usually targets the local Ottawa area, the Ottawa Valley area. You know, you run into people going, how do you use that? Or how do we do this? And said, so, yeah, you know, here, get your LinkedIn profile up and then set up your company profile up so it's easier to refer people to you. Put stories in behind there. Uh, the other other beautiful thing is that I, I, I found that uh, the 
you're never going to run out of stuff to do. And always, there's always some interaction you're going to have. So there's a, a high value, high utility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny as you're talking about LinkedIn, an introduction popped into my head and I'll talk to you about when we get off the air. Did, so do you help people build out their LinkedIn profile or is it more just kind of like, here are some well, quick tips so it's not a mess? <laughs> Uh, some quick tips, like uh, there's a couple people that I know, and I, you might you might know one of them, Don Olert. So if if you're let's say you're leaving, you're you're changing your job, for example, mm-hmm. Don, he'll work on your LinkedIn profile, but he works just that's one leg of the journey. But if you're looking for another job, he he'll find your profile and then you know it goes from there. That, that, that's where you find that subject matter expert that lives and breathes the area. Like yep. for example, accounting, right? And it's it's the same in, in the U.S. as it is in Canada. You, if you're going to say you're an accountant, you know, you got to have some some letters behind you. And that designation yep. meant you meant you went to school to understand GAP, mm-hmm. you know, which which is a whole another story. But, you know, you come across something and if someone lives and breathes a certain specialty. You direct the person there. Like, for example, I could take my computer part, but that'd be a mistake because I'll probably have spare parts putting it back together again. And that <laughs> means, you know, I, I won't have yeah. a functional device anymore. So, yeah. 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 And that, that's great. And it's one thing I always teach is the there's three three ways you can serve someone. You can give them an introduction, advice, or or offer something. And the third one is the least frequent. And, you know, you touched on, on two of those. The third one's obvious. People know how to make the offer. That's yeah, people who don't yeah. know how to network are doing that all the time. But the first two are the ones I think people often overthink it. They're like, well, who would I introduce or how would I know them or what can I share? And just little things like, oh, do you know about the script? Do you know about you know software that you may use every day that somebody else has never heard of before? And once they learn about it, they're like, what? Descript? 20 bucks a month? I can drop any video into it. It'll it'll make a transcript that's pretty high quality. I didn't know that existed. Or, you know, or an introduction where it's it's, oh, yeah, I know a great accountant who explains things well and, and doesn't yeah. treat you like an idiot. Or I know a LinkedIn guy who can help you, you know, help you work out your your profile or I know a whatever. Because oftentimes people have a problem. They're happy to pay for a solution. They just want to pay someone who's actually going to do it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, and again, the sharing of information as it's learned is is a handy piece. I, I found that uh, even now, example world referral network we've we started something called east trade winds it's a chapter here in ontario so we meet every tuesday from 8 to 9 a.m eastern standard time anybody's welcome to come into the space i mean it's i'm not trying to plug the the whole wrn space but you know it has has the utility for referrals Mm -hmm. but kind of the key thing when we had our first meeting uh last week was someone says is this just gonna be another typical meeting like, you know, are, are we just going to sit here and, and, and trade uh, business cards? No, it's 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 meant to help build your connections, help, help, you know, if you have a pearl of wisdom to share. That, by the way, the knack of the, the podcast, at least from the knack for business, I'm equating it to like a mini MBA thing, you know, because I end up learning about little, little nuggets of information going, I didn't know that. I knew mm-hmm. some of that, but I don't know the whole, you know, the, the complete part. Like, there was the IP lawyer out of the U.S. Last one I was interviewing, Nancy Delane was saying, did you know? And then she says, in the U.S. Constitution, not as an amendment, but right into the Constitution, if you have intellectual property rights, you develop something, it's yours. Because I guess back in the day, it belonged to the crown or the king or the queen, whoever was there, mm-hmm. right? So, And so the ownership, which is, it makes perfectly good sense considering 
you know, all, all the entire shift in how business was happening. But it was handy, you know, it was really good to understand that. And it's just, you know, it's not gonna, it's not going to change my life, but it's, it's kind of a cool fact. So if I have yeah. a trivia question, you know, I might be able to answer it, you know, quickly and, and accurately. Yeah, I've, I've learned yeah. so much from meeting people. <laughs> so the the other the other part is sometimes when I've I've gone to meetings, even on a person to person with the uh, the industry entrepreneurs, ties it's called is the acronym. They're in every major every major city, and they do tech and uh, hardware. So they're, they're in, in in that space. Could be a little bit of pharma. But you meet interesting people and just even the stories that they'll tell you. It's like, you know, it's one thing to go, you know, I, I, I make a widget. Well, you know, there might be a story about the widget. There might be a story how the widget uh, progressed uh, or they're just fascinating people. So it's just, you know, it's like having a Rubik's Cube of, you know, information. It's always changing up and you never know what it's going to look like. You hope for the uh, finished product, but uh, you, you get there slowly. But it's entertaining. It's, mm-hmm. It keeps Absolutely. you alive. Well, and that's totally one thing that I found. I'm, I, I, I read some books. I listen to some audiobooks, But most of what I know is just from talking to lots of people. I've talked to, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 entrepreneurs over the last three years. And I went from knowing nothing about the online business space other than I think there's some coaches or something who do something on the internet to like being versed enough that people are coming to me and saying, how's this stuff work? And pretty much because there's no there's no books on this. The industry is so rapidly evolving anyway that you know people are now coming to me and saying, "How's this work?" And I was like, "Well," and people ask me questions, and the answers just come out of my mouth. I'm like, "Where where'd that come from?" But I've just talked to so many people, whether it's on podcasts or summits or whatever, and it's a really cool way to learn. Just talking to people, and of course, the cool thing is the people who teach you like it because they get to feel smart while they talk and you listen, and then you get to feel smart while you pass that information along. Absolutely. And I, I, the other element that I've, I've found is you credit source. Mm-hmm. The fact, the fact you're, you're bringing up the information, but you credit the source. And mm-hmm. it, so if, if I was at a, at a conference, it was a, they were selling uh, cleaning products. It's an industrial trade show in, in Toronto. And the person is going up and he says, listen, if you're utilizing AI to generate content, just say this part was generated by AI. Make sure the rest of you is in, involved in that space. But the important part is if you're crediting the source, the live source, it reinforces several different things. One, that you're giving them recognition for their work. Two, it shows you're a collaborator, mm. right? And that's super key. And you're not you're not trying to steal their thunder, so to speak. And and then three, you know, it shows you can you can thread it you know, something useful into a conversation that has, has you know, relevance and, and bearing, which then says, hey, you're a contributor. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really like that. And that, that's something I found. It's great. Yeah, yeah when, when you share the source of where you learn something from, then it's it, it's a way to name drop the right way, especially yeah. if you learned it from someone, you know, someone somewhat known that you can name drop that like, oh, yes, yeah, so I was talking to this person, name you've known, and uh, I learned this technique that I'd like to share with you. And they're like, wow, you're sharing technique with me. That's nice. And you know that person. That's pretty cool. And then if word gets back around that you taught them something and their name is attached to it, they're like, oh, thanks for shout- thanks for giving me that shout out. Because you know, most people don't credit. Most people are like, oh, I have this amazing way of doing things that I came up with all by myself after reading this person's book. 
<laughs> the the other part I found about networking, and I found this in, in the in the 2020 year, I ended up connecting with a group in the UK. It's called Recreate, R-E-C-R-E-E-8, the number eight. And the gentleman running it's Dr. Keith, Keith Dr. Keith Dietz. And so talking about diversity, he's an ex-South African, been a military medic during back in the day. He helped post, post-military, helped indigenous folks in South Africa, you know, set up social enterprises. He is, he's gone to the University of Cork and he's located in, in Scotland. He runs, he runs a, a session once a week for about five to eight weeks. And there's like, it's a two hour session. So it's not going to be for everybody, but if you're interested in understanding, let's say about management and the current management trends, like, you know, and, and what are the most appropriate ways to understand things? Like he's talked about Ray Dalio, that name's come up a lot. I've seen that in a lot of different places, as well as in conversation. There's a group of us that are there, uh, a couple of folks out of the U.S., a couple of folks from the far west of Canada. So we're meeting at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. A couple other folks are meeting there three hours the other way. So it's like 6 a.m., you know, and the, the lights are off in the background. But we're all we're all collaborating in that session. So we'll have a thought process. Where are you at with this? Right. And then, you know, and then he'll he'll take it from the academia side. Hmm. And have a conversation. But, you know, the takeaway of that is, like, there are two elements coming out of that. So Dr. Deed says, listen, Bernie, if you find someone that is in need of the service, of his services, he helps companies scale up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to do the plug here. He says, listen, there's there's some coin in the realm that comes back to you. Sure. Which is fine. You know, it, it's not like, you know, I make the connection and I'm expecting, you know, there's not a meter running sitting there if it works out it works out if it doesn't you know mm-hmm. carry on life's yeah. beautiful he met a new person but there are other people in that space that have, have, have cross-pollinated and they one of them is a coach that deals with people that are you know if you're highly stressed so i, I connect him with a guy in toronto he has he has a coaching cluster for people that are feeling the mental stresses in life right so you just you just thread that through so mm-hmm. there there's kind of that group and that that's kind of come in very handy yeah. Actually, yeah, I want to get back to something you mentioned speaking of groups. So you're talking about how your group is not like any others. And I think what they throws people off is, you know, BNI is is sort of the the 800 pound gorilla of of networking. And mm-hmm. and I've often described BNI as being like an engine, you know, like a car engine that's got all these different parts. And if you go to your car and you're like, I don't know, this alternator thing is for car runs fine without it until it doesn't. You know, a lot of people try that with BNI. They'll take a BNI group and they'll be like, I'll make my own, but we're not going to require attendance. We're not going to do this, not going to do that. And what they don't realize is the way BNI works is it works the way it works because every piece of it goes together. And part of that is the referral confidence curve and taking six to 12 months of seeing the same people week after week to be able to refer them business. And without that, you can't walk into a cold group and be like, so my ideal client is please send them to me. And so the groups have tried to be BNI knockoffs have not worked well. The ones that have actually tried to optimize the BNI system have, there's some like Amspirit is a, is follows that same basic concept of the same people week after week. Success Champions Network also does it and that can work. But again, same, you got to be there every single week to build those relationships. But, but the groups that are the more, the drop-in groups, the more casual groups have to use a different format because there's no referral confidence curve if you're just dropping in, dropping out. So what are some things you've seen work well for the non-BNI style groups that are not the typical, my ideal client is, please send me a prospect. 
So part of it is the Phoenix Business Exchange was my first, one of my first groups that I encountered in 2019, the in-person group. Prior to that, inside the, inside the healthcare area, we never left the mothership. You know, everything came everything came to the mountain, right? So now, uh, now the mountain has to go up because you know my own, my only regret in that space was not networking three years prior to exit. Mm. And so, what I've seen that it can help, let's say for example, the Recreate Group, it's 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 not about the referrals referrals might be the second or third wave in if if there's something if there is a referral that makes sense and the other key thing is you know when you make a referral if you're going to do that piece you you try to match it so it works for the person for the both parties no point no point sharing or selling a baby carrot to someone who's 80 years old unless of course they're grandparent and even then eh. you know for example here in ottawa I ran into an AI client and, and then I ran into another one. They hadn't met and then they both responded to a federal government RFP together. Uh, so that was kind of the uh, end result. So what can work? What I've seen work inside the, uh, even in the world referral network, I, I'm getting used to that space. But when we do the East trade wins, part of it is I'm trying to get people to open up and tell certain parts of the story. So it's, hmm. you know, their story. And or what they're looking for, or do they much like in the podcast? Tell me about your industry. Tell me something, you know, one unique thing about your industry. It's almost like when you do a TikTok, and you know, you, you don't get you don't get the epic of Gilgamesh coming out at you. You know, it's like not or or the Lord of the Rings, right? Or or the Harry Potter series. You don't get like you know, there's a ton of stuff here. You just fire hose me, and I'm you know, I'm lost. You know, you give you give one slice of the pie. And you try to make sure that slice of the pie is relevant. And so you, you try to share that information. So as a, as a group, what we're trying to do is, is, is tease that out of people, right? And not not always have same old, same old. You, you have some form to it. So, you know, there's a start time, the intro sweep. You add some, you add some, some questions that are not uh, standard, but they're not the same one from last week, for example. Mm-hmm. And you build off of that. If, if the group, you're looking at the group that's sitting there and they've, you know, they've answered all the questions, then you, you change the tack. But if, if the it's a lineup changes, who comes, mm. then you, you adapt for that. The other part that I've seen happening, and this is with the uh, Grand Connection, if I, and else in the World Referral Network, and actually this is the part I really like about the World Referral Network, they have access to go high level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my membership in that space is less than the open street price for a go high level. <laughs> and if you don't understand what go high level is, and it, it took me a while, and then I realized, you know, it was kind of the hidden gem behind the door. So you can host a website on there. You can do all your, your click funnels through there. You can do trigger events. So if someone clicks a button, you know, and it, so, you know, it, 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 it can be very complicated as much as you want to make it complicated, as long as you have, you know, good structure and you you kind of track things. But you can have the whole, you know, click funnels happening. You can remind people to push out. It can replace Calendly. If you're into MailChimp, it can replace that. You know, it can replace other software and coalesce it in one spot. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of handy. So if that's the other value add, if if the the agency or the entity that you're networking with provides you another another layer of service that you, you know, gets you, you know, more for less cost. Right. Yeah. There's, 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 there's a, there's a, uh, a little bit of love coming back at you. 
it's sort of like, you know, if you're, if you're working for an employer and they have employee benefits, there you go. There's a bit more, you know, it's, it just gives you a bit of a hug. Yep. So that's the other, that's the other part. Well, and one benefit I could see also to people to attach and go high level to a networking group is one challenge at a certain level of networking is running into people who are like, oh, I don't have an email list. Oh, I don't have a website. I don't have this. If yep. they go high level, then if they don't have an email list, just because they're not putting people in there. If they don't have a website or a landing page or whatever, it's because they're not using it yet, but they have it. So at least they have that tool. Now, now they, they may then decide, oh, I have go high level, but I prefer this other thing instead. That's a more advanced level, but at least it gives a baseline level of what technology they have access to because they've got it in that group. That's always a challenge. You, know, if you go to a joint venture event and somebody says, oh yeah, as soon as I launch my course, we should collaborate. Like, yeah, I'm gonna just sit here and hold my breath till that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as I write my book, any minute now, about to write my book, about to publish <laughs> it. Any minute, any minute. <laughs> you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's like if someone says, Listen, I'm gonna, uh, you know, what's the, there's a saying about the intentions of mice and men, you know, mm-hmm. best laid plants, best laid plans of mice and men, yeah. No, uh, so you know, things will detract you, but if if you're hot on, on a on a on a project and the, you know, the part of that project is, you know, core of your business, you know, you look for people that can s- support it. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're paying render under Caesar, what's owed to Caesar. If so, you, you know, if you pay for things, one guy, for example, he says, listen, Bernie, you introduced me to people. I'm going to pay you money. And, and looked at him and said, Michael, it's, it's okay. I'm, I'm not starving. I physically, I'm not starving. Cause I looked down and I realized, you know, I got, I got to lose some weight. But you know, and I appreciate it, right? He says, "No, listen, you're doing the marketing. If you're introducing me to somebody, right? And you're saying, and you can vouch, you know, a, you're going to find somebody that is, it's a good connection, and you know, I I can provide the service. If if everything yields, then you have you have a you have some income coming back to you. So fine. I I mean, I deal with a commercial realtor, and we have a marketing agreement, and Oh, here's the other thing by podcasts and other electronic social media pieces. Some people, when you go to do a podcast, they go, oh, I've done one before. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I said, you just chat it with me for 40 minutes. What do you think a podcast is? Except, you know, we have a bit of a script, a little bit of structure, but, you know, it's it's a free-floating conversation. It's not like, you know, at uh, 2.05, you, you shall now turn left, you know, and squint. You know, if it's a video podcast. Anyhow, <laughs> what, what I'm, what, you know, a lot of people are also inhibited by that. So anyhow, yep. I, I kind of swung out to back to our top of our conversation, back back to networking and uh, utility out of those events. You're going to come across people. They're going to realize the value, and if if it bodes well, you're you're off to the races. So you'll 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 you reward those that help you. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me, he said, Bernie, how do you know you're going to get paid? And I said, the guy's name is Terry. He said, this was in 2019. He said, Terry, the grass doesn't grow if it's, you know, if it's not watered, it's not mm-hmm. green. So, you know, that involves continuous traction, continuous communication. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I found along those lines is that they're very often when I'll refer, because a lot of times I'll make a referral. I don't know if it's going to turn into anything. It's one of those, you know, it's a yeah. 5% referral. It's it's not not bad, not wasting time, but I'm like, well, this person seems somewhat interested in what you do. You do what you do. I'm going to have you talk to each other, and and you say, oh, that's a prospect. You know, it's up to me to do something with them, and maybe something happens, and maybe it doesn't, and maybe there's a commission, and maybe there's not. 
And I have found that it is much easier for me as a distractible individual to just make connections and trust that some people will say, oh, I made some money. Here, Michael, have some money. Then to make an agreement with every person. Okay, I need to sign the contract and what's the form and what's the percentage going to be. And, blah, 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 blah. and I would rather just send introductions. Now, if it's explicitly you have this service, okay, what's going to happen if I send you someone? Oh, you're going to pay yeah. a commission. Okay, great. But I often don't even write down what the commission is they tell me or it's in my notes somewhere. But I'm not keeping track. I just want to make sure that at some point we said, okay, I'm going to send you people. You're going to send me money of some amount. Cool. I trust you. I'll send yep. them an introduction. If that turns out and it turns into something and they pay me, then I might go back and say, who else do I know? And if they don't, well, I just don't remember. I, I say money holds my attention. It's yeah. not a matter of, of you give me money or else I'm not going to give you the, you know, make introductions. It's more a matter of, I know thousands of people. So who catches my attention? Well, the one that I've got a PayPal receipt from, from yesterday might be a little more top of mind than the one that I don't, but it's not a quid pro quo, you know, oh, yeah. well, you, you got to, you got to have put some silver across my palm if you want some of my services. It's, it's more a matter of, yep, I help enough people. Something comes back. How hard is it to make an introduction compared to the value that returns? And, and sometimes some of the introductions, there is no way that the entities are structured to give you compensation. If they're a charity or not-for-profit, they might have elements within that that says, no, I can't, I can't. I actually had one, you know, like this one. Top of 2019, Buddy says to me, he says, my company does clinical trials. I look at Buddy and I said, I don't know anybody playing Frankenstein. And the healthcare institution did have a research wing, but that was not me. And there's money to be made in that space, but it's, it's you know, not, no, I, I didn't play that in that ballpark. Bottom of 2019, uh, there was a charity that I was dealing with and I was doing intros and they said, listen, we can't pay anything. I said, it's fine. You're helping people. I'm more than glad to do the cross connect. They introduced me to a physician in the bottom of 2019 who was looking for clinical trials in Ottawa. Well, oddly enough, I could pull that card off the deck. Yeah. You go, here, here you go. And, yep. you know, just it started, started the business relationship from there. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what you might come across or, or, you know, you, you help out the, as you said, you help out someone who can't, can't pay you. And, and sometimes, especially if they, if they recognize like, I, I, you're so valuable, but I can't pay you. And I'm sorry about that. Now they know that there is, there is an imbalance. And so they may be on the lookout for, you know, oh, Bernie really helped us out. I wonder, okay, I wonder, will this person help Bernie? Will this person help Bernie? Will this person help Bernie? And now they're on the lookout for some way to repay which, your kindness with yeah. probably an introduction or some sort of heads up or, you know, I heard about this, this new grant just came out or, or whatever. You never know what kind of value they can return. And especially because you you said, oh, no problem. Don't worry about it. I just want to help. And it wasn't like, a well, I guess just this once I'll help you. It You just give freely and people feel that. Yep, absolutely. Well, the nice thing from the UK, I get a bottle of scotch from Scotland. Oh. So that's, that worked out well. That's that's my Christmas moments. I anyway, that, that... don't last long. I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> well, maybe it's just a UK thing. Maybe it doesn't have the resilience of like North American scotch. Or North American whiskey. <laughs> There's some that tastes pretty good from the, from this side of the continent, but uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. It, the bottle only lasts so long; it's not endless. Yes, yeah. My bottle is broken. I don't know. Is there a leak in it, or I don't it's know what happened. There. There's a leak in it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm the leak. Uh, yeah. There's a leak at the top, and someone keeps turning it upside down. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So, so if people want to connect with you. What is the best way for them to do that? They can reach me at info at creativeinsight.com. It's I-N-F-O at K-R-E-A-T-I-V-I-N-S-I-G-H-T.com. And that's usually the reason I can ramble that off is because that's what I do on my knack for business. But you can also reach me at creativeinsight.com or B Franzgrote, so B-F-R-A-N-Z-G-R-O-T-E at K-R-E-A-T-I-V-I-N-S-I-G-H-T.com. That's kind of easy. You'll have a link in there that'll have... It kind of, you know, give you a full kind of list of, you know, seven different ways from Sunday to get a hold of me or know about me or figure things out. And looking open to chat with people, looking for people for the podcast that have interesting business stories. And again, that's part of the networking joy, right? Yeah. I have some people reaching out to me, kind of cold call going and they're, they're, they're doing the podcast matching. Listen, do you want to talk to this person? We'll have a chat with them. And then we'll go from there. And they're going, that's an interesting story. Yes, let's have a chat. Mm. Or, you know, other, other people doing intros. If you're in the manufacturing sector or, you know, clothing apparel, just did one on that. Someone just starting her clothing line here in Canada, you know, out of Smith Falls. And uh, yeah, uh, I can keep going. I, that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my other, that's, the other thing you have to be able to do is chat and then realize, keep tabs of your time. <laughs> Otherwise, mm-hmm. <laughs> someone might fall asleep while you're talking to them. Yeah, so I have the second monitor that has Google Calendar on it. So yeah, because there's ADHD time blindness concept. But I have a clock yep. in the corner of my computer. I have Google Calendar, the red line marching down through the day. I have a clock up there. So I am constantly aware at my command center of what the time is, which is kind of valuable when you run appointments back to back. But yes, so all those links are going to be in the chat, including Creative Insight, which is spelled with a K and no E on the end. So not exactly the common spelling, but it's fine. You can find it down there in the notes if you didn't listen to it's K-R-E-A-T-I-V, which is creative, but with a K and no E on the end. .com, then there's other links, the NAC4 business, and that's numeral four. And there's a link for these trade wins and a link for some of the other cool stuff is there in the show notes as well. So any final thoughts you would like to leave our audience with? Michael, I, first off, thank you. I, I appreciate uh, the time to be on the podcast. You know, if you're going out to a meeting to network, ask a few questions. You might find people that might not jive with you right off the bat, but, you know, just open the door and have a chat and just don't go in with a set set goals. Mm. Keep an open mind and just, you know, get to know them. And you, you never know what's going to happen. You, you'll end up talking, you think it's one thing, and next thing you'll find out about five other things where you have things in common and where you can also do introductions. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The network conversation I had to start and just seemed to be rambling on to nothing. And then at the end, they're like, wait, so you publish a magazine, right? How much does it cost to advertise in there? 500 a month? Yeah. How do I sign up for that? And like, I didn't say anything about it and they just sell themselves. Or, you know, how do, how do I get tickets to one of your events? Or what's your... Yeah, you know, what's your program? And we were talking nothing about business. We were talking about, you know, traveling and networking and whatever. And, and at the end, they're like, all right, so here's my credit card. Sign me up for that thing. Never know nice. when that will happen. So yeah, nice. that, that's great advice. Never you keep an open mind and, and just see where it goes. So thank you so much for coming on here. This has been a great conversation. You know quite a bit about this networking thing. So I... I brought in the right guy. <laughs> the guy that knows a guy. That's me. Yep. And you. That's us. We're both guys who knows guys. 
quid pro quo. All awesome. Right, thanks. Thank you, sir. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Guy Who Knows the Guy podcast. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the Guy Who Knows the Guy, and I hope you'll join us in December from the 12th to the 14th for JV Connect. Go to guywhoknowsaguy.com for more details. Now, if it's after December 2023 and you're listening to this, it's okay because we're going to be doing this event every quarter. So go to guywhoknowsaguy.com, see what's new, see what's happening, and of course, check the show notes to learn about our guests and how you can get in touch with them. Check out our next episode for more great training, information, and networking tips from Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.